Welcome back to Joie de Vivre. Lo-Fi DIY Short Form Sacramento Kings Podcast. We're back episode 140 from Ridgewood, Queens. I'm your producer, Mike Cartarelli. And from Bushwick, Brooklyn, it's your host, Dave Neuschatz. What's up, Dave? Hey, Mike. Hey, JDV Nation. What's poppin'? For me, um, watching the Bills lose again in the playoffs while having COVID-19. So I've had better weeks this is the last time we <laughs> we recorded yeah uh, but i'm on the mend uh we're, you know we'll be back bills will be back <laughs> uh how are you doing i'm good relatively covid free and uh let's see i come, come for a housewarming party i went to a housewarming party last night oh. i had gout a couple weeks ago the for king's a, disease got the king's oh. disease um and then i've just been taking pills and being healthy since then nice and uh, i finished uh first draft of a tv script a pilot i'm writing nice so you know we're we're doing it all right we're doing it but uh i've like also been you getting know, your new year's resolutions done already yeah truly but yeah uh yeah and uh you know watching watching our our up and down kings yeah very up and down all right, let's jump into the game since last time. Kings are five and five since the last time we, we recorded, which feels about right. It's been like a lot of disappointing losses and then some good wins. They're 26 and 18, second place in the Pacific Division still, but falling behind the Clippers, who are playing incredibly. They killed the Celtics last night in Boston. Um, so now the Kings are four games behind the Clippers. It seems like the, the division is is probably going to be out of reach soon. Well, yeah. I mean, if the Clippers stay healthy, true. Something I'm. It's like yeah, it's a great product, but I, I don't believe. I don't believe in it. It's true. Yeah, I guess if if Kawhi goes down, this could change. Or Paul George. Paul George. Yeah. Or you know Harden's hamstring things. But um, it's been it's been tough to watch in there for a second. Like we had. Like three heartbreakers. Yeah. What was the low point here? I know there was like it's I, so hard to tell. Like I have like a couple of nominations here. I mean the another loss to the Pelicans. Yet again. And I wrote them on you the get okay. one. The the loss to the Sixers in Philly where they didn't have Embiid. But Tobias Harris went off. It's like Tobias Harris, he's there is reason he once got a max contract. Our shot wasn't falling also. It was frustrating, but Okay, this is what you're talking about. The OT loss to the Bucks on a Willard buzzer beater, then Lit- losing, losing at home to the Pacers without Alberton, and then blowing a 22-point lead with eight minutes left against Phoenix. I turned that game on with eight minutes left. <laughs> That's all you texted. I texted you're like, turning it on now. It's like, bruh. It's like the Kings have not scored in 20 minutes. Yeah. the uh, uh, It's the Indian loss for me because we missed oh, – God. I mean, it was the free throws. Moke missed the those free throws. Yeah, he know, and he's a great free throw shooter. I know he shot eighty nine percent last year. He's down to eighty one, and this stretch has been t- terrible for him. Like he missed four big ones against the Bucks, even though he gave us you know twenty twenty eight seven seven. That game was awesome. It's just like narrow margins when you're playing against them or a team as good as the Bucks. Like they, it came down, it came down to free throws. Like. The Bucks also, you know, missed the same amount of free throws, but they just thought, shot fifteen more. Yeah, and or whatever. And 
it, it's the Indiana loss for me just because we missed 14 free throws. Like, Monk missed four, what, six of 10 against Milwaukee, and then went like one of six and missed five against Indiana. Fox missed four. Sabonis missed three, but you know, Sabonis is going to miss free throws. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's fine. It just, it just can't be your skilled guards missing the free throws. And that's, that's, that's really it. But there's been, you know, some bright spots. Like, I think I was reticent to declare Herder fully back, but I feel like he's found, found his form and I want to take him off the trade block for Real, sure. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. I think he's back. Like, he's now up to 36.5% of the year. Yeah, he's been shooting like he's shooting like forty three percent of his last ten. It's like yeah. all right, finally extended. It's not these blips where it's like, oh, he explodes. He made five this game after starting the year terrible for a month, and it's like, oh, back to back to slumping. But now it's like sustained, and it it feels better. He's and he and he still provides like good hard nosed defense, like being in the spot, good on ball, good help, moving, and he and he can move the ball. And now he's shooting again. So Herder's a high point of of this recent stretch. Here's some other nominees I have for you. I, maybe because it's Oscar season, I, I have a lot of <laughs> nominees this week or this, this episode. Um, Mike Brown pulling out a laptop to criticize the Raps <laughs> post game in Milwaukee, earning a fifty thousand dollar fine um, and providing a meme for forever for life. Or here's the other one: Curry turning it over at the end of. Uh, a win against Golden State on national TV. Yeah, it's Curry. It's there. It's a. Uh, it's being always being the Warriors. Love being the Warriors. Love lo- love. Uh, just watching them fall. They're like, like six games under five hundred now. Seven games. They're like, they're in the dumps. Love to see. Love to see them fall. Yeah, it's great. Uh, while Draymond is back and fully screaming at rest. Yeah, he's <laughs> really changed. Yeah, Draymond that three ther- therapy sessions really changed things for him. <laughs> yeah. We tried to lose that game, but honestly, it was, I guess it was that, but we had a great win last night. Yeah. The Dallas win was really uh, kind of comprehensive. They, they outplayed them. Yeah. And now we're Fox is seven and five against Luca at this point. Wow. And a lot of the Mavericks teams we've played have technically been better playoff years where we've right. heard of the playoffs. Right. Like, right. Darren seven and five against them. It's like, I like that. It feels good. He also doesn't whine as much as <laughs> Luca. Yeah, Luca is important metric. He's like the Nick Nurse of players, just constant whining. Yeah, it is tough because, like, yeah, he's it's like, yeah, I don't want to. We'll talk about Luca. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about Luca more in the upcoming segment here. So, but, you know, we're trying we're treading water, but it feels like we're turning upward. Yeah, I think that Warriors win has. Change things a bit for me. Yeah, I feel like the ship is righted. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go to another segment. This is the third straight episode that we're talking about the trade deadline, but now it's actually here. It yeah. will happen, I think, February 8th. So that'll be before the next time we record. A couple things are happening. Barnes has been going off. He had two 30 plus point games in a row, kind of out of nowhere against the Hawks and the Warriors in a very high profile game. So he's been added into trade rumors more. Maybe he's upping this song at the right time. Yeah. Yeah. Mark Stein's been talking about him in some deals, uh, maybe with Houston. Bobby Marks proposed a deal that he would be the centerpiece in a move for Jeremy Grant from Portland. 
Um, I mean, that's ideal. Like, yeah. I mean, how do you feel about? We've been talking about Jeremy Grant since he was maybe even before he was on the Pistons. Like, yeah. do you think it's the time now? I mean, yeah. If they're willing to do it, I'm willing to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even though he makes a ton. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Well, that's like he he is a third third option on a title team. That's uh, the thing, right? Like, should be a third is, option. That yeah, it's like yeah, De'Aaron Sabonis. He's relatively young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like he's he turned twenty nine, I think. He's I think he's twenty nine. He's shooting like forty five, forty one, eighty. I would be okay with the deal, but I also think this is the chance for the Kings to finally get Matisse Thybul, who I we've been talking about for years as a guy who. He is limited, but he would really help the perimeter defense. And the second unit for I sure. don't think we would put a ton of pressure on him offensively. So I would love to see that. I think he's what Davion was supposed to be. Yeah, but he's also he's a he has actual size. He has great size. Super. And King's three point defense is like near the bottom of the league, and he is so good at uh, defending those kind of shots. Husky, and he's a UW guy. If we can't get beef stew. I want <laughs> And he's and he's like a you know, in a playoff series like when you win on margins and you can throw him on a, a yeah, situation just, yeah yeah like that's right like even if he, like he might give you a great twenty five minutes in a game four and that could and that swings just another piece to yeah. have right, right just a hound just like hey we need it just to press or something yeah. you know just to take take time away squeeze squeeze possessions on yep. the other team. All right, so I think we're on the same page there. Here's the other deal that's been floated. Mark Stein has, he said, the Kings are still interested in Kyle Kuzma. We've been hearing about this for years. Um, we've been hearing about this since he was on the Lakers. And, there, you know, there was actually a time where the deal was like Fox for Kuzma. Like that was the centerpiece yeah. of Whatever. the deal. It's like no when when Fox's value is like at its lowest, it's nuts to think about. But um, yeah, how do you feel about this? His contract actually gets lower, so it's not that bad. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an, gonna be a no for me. Like he's sure he's probably a better rebounder, but he just he doesn't have intangibles. He can't shoot. He's like a thirty three percent guy career. He's also doing it this year. He's yeah. hitting his career mark and. That's just, and he's worse at defense than Harrison Barnes. Not, yeah. not that Harrison Barnes is the best defender. So it's like, you're 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 not a three guy, you're not a D guy, and that's what we need. He also seems like, just physically, he he fits the Keegan Murray niche too closely. Where I feel like Grant is maybe like a little different player, mm -hmm. more of a small forward, yeah, more dynamic. Yeah. So I I, I don't like the fit either. Uh, yeah, I want you know if we're gonna get it, if we're gonna get something that's a switchable, three and D guy, a three or four, a three or four switch. Yep. So he and he and Keegan can just hound or whoever and Keegan can hound on ball and. You think we'll see a deal before the next time we record? No, it's we. The, there's just not that many options this year. I hope there is one though. I hope that I hope Monty takes. I mean, if Portland's willing to sell. I'd give. I mean, I think the the trade that was proposed by Marks was a first and a second. I just I'd give two firsts if that's a move the needle. I don't care. Our traffic's aren't going to be good. They're not going to be good for the next three years. Yeah, true. And if we get Grant, they're going to be even worse. Yeah, that's true. So who cares? Yeah, yeah. All right. This next segment, this is coming with a content warning for all Kings fans. 
I'm going to talk about Luka Doncic. I know everyone's sick of hearing about it, but I feel like the week he scored 73 versus the Hawks and Bagley got traded again in a salary dump with two second-round picks so that Detroit could get off his contract, which they just gave him, which I don't understand like what that deal was about. Skip ahead if you don't want to hear about Luka Doncic. But, Dave, I did some research. You ready for this? Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm excited. There's a, there's a look in your eye. Including the playoffs, which maybe this is a little unfair because Marvin Bagley has never made, <laughs> made the playoffs. He has never made the playoffs, but it was just easier for me to compile the data this way. Marvin Bagley now has as many 30-point games in his career as teams played for. Three. His career high in points is 32, and he scored 31 twice. Luka Doncic, I just had to do the map here. He has, obviously, the same length of career as Bagley. Mm-hmm. 179 30-point games. Oh. 179. Oh. How many 70-point games he have? He has one 70-point game and seven 50-plus-point games. He has more than twice as many 50-point games as Bagley has 30-point games. I, I Obviously, we know... This was a bad draft choice, but it's it's gonna be up there now. I mean, all-timer. it's all time. It's an all timer. The fact that Vlade is allowed to hang out, I know he's, he's around like, again. He's just around. Yeah, and with the way Vivek runs things, he could be back at some point. I Who know. knows? But he's in the mix. Hey, the Vlad father, you better fit, better, better basketball, better fit, better player. Uh, all right, that's all I have. Content warning over. Um, all right, let's go to final thoughts. I got some bad news and some good news on the air fryer nickname for Malik Monk movement revolution that we're a part of. Basketball Reference emailed me back and said, thanks for the nickname suggestion. We'll take that under consideration. And then they have not updated his page. So I think that was a nice way of saying leave us alone. Um, but... I, God of Dunk still up there. Leak and God of Dunk is still up there. But I have a new strategy. I think we got to go straight to the announcing crew. Mm-hmm. For That's this. smart. They control. Circumvent. We got to go straight to it. So Mark Jones last night, I think, was trying to send us a message. Because I think it was when the Kings got out to us. I think I wrote it down at the time because I did a double take. 6347 if you want to go back on nba.com Fox hit a shot and Mark Jones said De'Aaron Fox is air frying the Mavericks and I did a double take listening I was like wait a minute what what did he just say so I think he's signaling to us that he is ready to unveil the air fryer nickname in an upcoming game I just have to kind of maybe get in his mentions I, I don't know what the right approach here is but it's it's you know we'll go twitter maybe 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 he's on on reddit he might start working actually i would not shock me he's hip he's that's yes that's how he knows he's like up to date on all slang it's true mark if you're listening please reach out zwartavivek at gmail.com and you're doing a great job you're one of our best off-season acquisitions in the last five years true hands down JDV is a DIY project. If you want to support the show, rate and review the pod. Dave, what do you have? Well, it's a, it's going to be a somber one. 
Kings of uh, Stockton lost uh, one of the most influential human beings that has ever walked the halls, tread treaded the boards there. Anjali Ranadive has stepped down as the general manager of the Stockton Kings. So uh, they're probably going to be rudderless and uh, alone. I feel like she's led them to one of their best seasons last year. Nimaias Keita was you know, runner-up in the MVP of, yeah. of uh, the G League. True. And, you know, there was a lot of questions, a lot of questions in the Stockton Kings uh, locker rooms, you know, but... How will they move on without her leadership? I don't know. I, I, I can imagine Bobby Jackson getting into getting into his car and driving to her um, Jaws and Paws. Wolf Dog Reserve Charity? Wolf Dog Reserve Charity for Women. For Women, yeah. Wow. Uh, and just looking for answers it's like oh what what do you think about this player what do you think you know she she worked her way up from the bottom and i wonder uh, if she'll take what she learned to her new endeavors yeah well i mean drafting and stashing wolves i mean and what she's done for the shark conservation she won the paul walker marine conservation award for shark conservations in 2015 and i feel, I really feel like she brought that to the team wow she brought some of her pop star persona and lally world yeah and Unjo- jolly world and and jo- slash and jolly wolf did you see the monty mcnair quote that they pretended that he put out on t- twitter said uh they excelled under her and are were better for it we are grateful to Anjali for her contributions to the Stockton Kings over the past two seasons, said Kings general manager Monty McNair. Under her leadership, the team has excelled on the court and is set for success in the future. The This is very dark, but the most notable thing that happened under her reign, other than Keita's uh, second place MVP, was they released guy who murdered someone oh yeah <laughs> and they hired Lindsay harding uh and it's true uh, but you know now she's going she's going to get her phd and nothing helped me through my 48 units of general ed at butte junior college than listening to some lithuanian free jazz <laughs>